are live and we made it to week second week seven i did not survive i took the bucks took brady should have known better when this guy was partying at robert Kraft's wedding and not preparing for the game that he wasn't going to be prepared the bucks got upset by the steelers and mitch trubisky so survivors are out of the way for me don't got to focus on that so it's all dfs it's all betting also lost to the DraftKings curse justin herbert Threw a touchdown in every single game. I think 37 out of the last 38, except for when DraftKings boost their bet to, to throw for one passing touchdown on Monday night. At least Russ sucks, so we don't have to worry about that too much for much longer. Uh, we have to see him on the slate for a couple of days here. But, Joel, Dave, how are you guys doing? Dave, did you survive your survivor picks? Joel, how do you do in DFS? I did okay. I have I had two left. Uh, you're right. The Bucks got me. You got to convert that two pointer, but more importantly, you got to stop Mitch Trubisky on third and sixteen. And we don't do that. I'm done with you. But the Rams came through to let me survive. I had a hundred left. We're down to forty three. So, you got a chance. There you go, Joe. How do you do in DFS? Any uh, big hits in college football, in baseball, in golf, or NFL? We had a good college week again. Uh, the college. Our show is on fire. You guys should tune in. We're, we're catching every week. Uh, I had a decent week in the NFL. Um, not a great week. You know, you really needed to be on, it looked like, basically Cincinnati last week, which, you know, we did mention. I think they were they were yep. called last week. But I'm on top of the moon with my Giants. I am glad I decided not to let my no-pick slide. I came back yes. and picked the Giants because the Giants are 5-1, and one and they look like a legitimate, legitimate problem right now. How'd you feel with six minutes left down 10? You know, I was saying this, I was saying it even before this half started, every game kind of goes the same way. They start down and they stick around and then they play well at the end of the game and they win. It's literally been every game this year. So I was like, that's what I was anticipating happening. I was like, all right, this is kind of like every game has gone for the Giants all season. And to a team that's blowing them. But, you know, Baltimore's blowing these leads. Yeah, that was good. No. The fact that the Jets and the Giants are winning games is astonishing. Like they, the Jets to win in Green Bay and the Giants to beat the Ravens. If you ask anybody if that would happen on the same weekend in the NFL in 2022, I think everybody would be voting against that. And I also, I think I saw a stat like if you bet a hundred dollars on the underdog, you'd be up like around fifteen hundred dollars this year, something along those lines, where the underdogs are just keep cashing. The Falcons winning outright, Dave. You don't have to worry about the spread no more. They're <laughs> winning outright games. So keep Time betting these Falcons, first. man. Keep betting the Falcons. Look, let's get into two and pass real quick. We're going to be checking out the main slate for Sunday. If you want to lock in with our projection models, we have projection models live for NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, player prop models for all these sports as well at windailysports.com. Lock in for free for a free week. Use promo code WINBIG. All the articles, all the projections, a lot of optimizer, expert chat. Talk to myself, Joel, and Dave about any sport. But right now, let's get into the two and pass. Look, the Packers look like trash. The fact that Aaron Jones is not doing anything in this offense is kind of shocking to me. They need to get things right. They get the easiest matchup, or one of the easiest matchups on the board. Washington, I guess they're better without Wentz at the quarterback position. So you got Heineke now starting. We'll see what happens. I'm not playing any commanders here, but maybe giving Aaron Jones a shot. No more Aaron Rodgers tries. This passing game a bit off, but this is a, a place that you can attack. Potentially Alan Lazard and Robert Tanyan and Aaron Jones. Those are the three guys I'm looking for in Green Bay and Washington. 
Dave, this is your team right now. So let, let's let's let you talk about the Falcons and the Bengals. Um, Falcons plus six. Are you are you are you rocking with them again? Yeah, why not? And you know what I liked last week is they finally at least um, decided on running back. It looked like Huntley getting a, a, a share of the carries. The Bengals have just been a little funny this year. Um, they're playing every game close. You know, they played with margin last week as in, you know, high points. So I like this game from a DFS perspective. Once again, Falcons are scoring a decent amount of points. And I like the Falcons with the points. So give me the six if I'm looking DFS. I am looking Drake London and Kyle Pitts. I like them to attack Cincinnati. And I like, you know, it looks like we got the Chase Barrow combo back again. Joe, we got the Ravens who keep blowing games i don't know how they keep losing every single game but you got the browns nick chubb going to baltimore talk to us through this game you know both of these teams are actually not as good as defense as we expect them to be you can score them but i think it's going to be a high scoring game i think it's a great game to attack for dfs purposes i think my favorite play of the week and i don't want you guys to steal anything from this game. yes it's going to be lamar jackson i think this is a spot for him to get right this Buffalo defense has not looked very good. I mean, Buffalo, the Browns defense has not looked very good. They haven't been able to get many stops. Uh, this looks like a good spot for Lamar to come out and have one of his patented days rushing and throwing. Yeah, Lamar looks like to be in a good spot. Dave, you can you can spike him there and take that pick. I'll let you get the second pick. I think I might take the first <laughs> pick. But uh, looking at the next game on the slate, Lions, Cowboys. Looks like the Lions are at full strength here, but the Cowboys is the team that you want to go ahead and stack up. Dak should be back. CeeDee Lamb, the only guy that I'm really, really looking at here. Dalton Schultz, we're going to make sure he's back. I had some Ferguson love and showdowns. I had a little sweat going. I thought I might be able to take it down on Sunday night against your Eagles, Dave. But Zeke looked better against a, a mm -hmm. good defense. So you can maybe play some Zeke against the Lions here. They should have game script in your favor. You want to take a shot, maybe take a shot on Dak Prescott because the Lions are really, really, really bad defensively. I respect the Cowboys' defense enough not to really attack too much, especially if Detroit's at full strength here. So it's pretty much Zeke and Lamb, which I'll be targeting, and for the most part, fading these Lions here. Dave, P.J. Walker did not work out. Um, his stat line was terrible. Um, DJ Moore is by himself now. McCaffrey trade rumors. I'm assuming you're playing no Panthers, but you like any of these Bucks here? Yeah, I mean the Bucks were a big letdown for a lot of game stacks. You know, team stacks last week. Um, Brady's got to get it figured out. But the one guy that's really performing and, and has been all year, maybe not as much in his yards per carry, but it's been Leonard Fournette, and he did it again last week, dropping 22 DK points. I'm very comfortable playing him. He's almost a you know auto start lately, and I'm gonna keep pushing him. So until we get this Bucks offense figured out from a wide receiver perspective, I might have to pass this week and just focus on the run game. If I did want to take a receiver, I think the discount in Godwin is good enough because he got the better targets last week that I would go Godwin over Edwin Evans. But, you know, from the Panthers side, yes, I'm not touching anybody. But, man, this Bucks D is bad on third down. Um, McCaffrey, maybe he could get 18 or 20, but I don't think it's worth trying. No love for Kate. I and we know uh, Cameron Bray, he worked out. 2.7, he needs some value. He might be able to take a shot there. This game kind of burned me a little bit. Did not I had the Jags in, on my defense. I had Jags uh, as far as the betting line goes. But Joel looks like the Colts might be at full strength. Matty Ice comes too late to a touchdown to Alec Pierce. 
How are you playing this game out? Looks like a tight one. Tennessee is favored by two and a half here. I do. I agree this is going to be a tight game. Um, Tennessee is typically pretty tough against the run, which you know, you know that's what the Colts want to do. If they are able to slow this running attack, I think this kid Alex Pierce has looked really good. They've gotten him involved. They've gotten the ball. The price tag is really affordable. For as much as they're getting him around against a team that tends to be pretty tough against the run, I think his price is uh, is probably too low than for what it should be. So he's one of my favorite value receivers of the week. Joel, I had him written down, so we might be fighting for Alec Pierce in about five minutes when we do our draft cast. Make sure you check us out at WinDailySports.com. Use promo code WINBIG to lock in for free. Big shout-out to one of our most loyal users, Short Chick Asian on Twitter. Goes out there and cashes for $3,000. Pretty much has, like, the nuts lineup in a smaller entry, but takes down $3,000. I wish I had that lineup. I'll be honest, man. That lineup crushed would have definitely won me some money as well in some bigger contests. But nice to see some subscribers taking down some some big tournaments. Joe, I'm going to double down on the Joel analysis because your Giants are playing the Jags. And somehow they're still underdogs. Are we hammering the Giants as far as the betting markets here plus money? Or do you think the Jags are actually good here? Uh, you know – Maybe minus one, I would have accepted. Minus three is disrespectful at this point when the Giants are five. That was, you know, okay, I get it's a road game. Fine. That's why I said maybe minus Trevor one. Lawrence. Give them a three whole points. And the Jaguars have come back to reality. They, at the first three weeks, they looked really good. And we were like, oh, maybe the Jaguars are a lot better. And then now they've come back to reality where they're not a bad team, but they're not, you know, this great team. The Gi- I mean, the Giants are five and one. So, um, yeah, I think at this point. I think at this point, it's disrespectful. Take the points in the Giants. There you go, man. Plays on the Giants side of things. I think Saquon is kind of good at football. Anybody else that you like? Do you like my uh, Daniel Jones to Bellinger combination who came through for a bad math touchdown late for me? Um, anybody you like outside of Saquon on this side? You know, the way the Giants win games, well, I think they are I, I think they are a good team. They're, they're not necessarily a great fantasy team, right? They're not yeah. going to try and you know run up the score. They're not going to be a super high-scoring team. They're slow, methodical. They get, they do what they need to do, but they don't light up the scoreboard. So I don't think you need to chase a lot of Giants. Uh, the one other guy that I do like that I might consider is Wendell Robinson, who yeah. has been their go-to receiver. He's their best guy. They don't really have many other guys to look to, and he's still pretty cheap. So – if they're just going to get him more involved, then he might get a bunch of looks at, at a good price. Hey, coming so out imagine. of Kentucky, right? He's got yeah. pro offense he's coming out of. So, you know, yeah, I, I like him. He can – he can. that's a good price. Now, yeah. Joe, imagine you guys still had Bradbury, man. Like, I don't know what, what happened there. Like, you gifted Bradbury to the Eagles, and this dude looks like a shutdown – just a shutdown player involved everywhere, knocking things down. So, Dave, you got the gift. I'm going to talk about the Texans and the Raiders here. Raiders favored by seven, coming off, you know, some good games as of late. They're putting up 26 points as per Vegas in this one. I like the combination car to Adams. And one dude that nobody really wanted to draft in season long, Josh Jacobs looks explosive, man. Like, ferocious runner. Kind of looks like like Adrian Peterson a little bit. I know that's a a high praise here, but he's running for a contract. Um, He's running for that money. So I kind of like Jacobs. I like Devontae Adams. I like Derek Carr for a nice value spot as well. On the Houston side of things, a guy that I'm trying to trade for in our season-long league, uh, Dave, I really want this dude Pierce, man. Like, I really want to take him from Sicily, kid. Made a trade offer. Obviously, wasn't so good of an offer. I got denied. But I think Pierce is a great season-long play. 
at 6.4, a little bit priced up here against the Raiders, but I think he could easily score a touchdown. Brandon Cooks in play as well. Um, this is another game, man. I think Zach Wilson is the ultimate trash bag. I don't think he's good at football. I don't think he's a good quarterback here. But some disrespect, they're actually winning games, and Denver sucks. Like, Denver is just terrible, Joe. Should we get a nice little parlay going with um, – actually, Dave, you answer this. You want a, a parlay of the Jets and the Giants here and a New York parlay? It's been working pretty much every every week now. Um, can they do it yes. again? Yes, they can. And I, I wouldn't argue with a New York combo here or parlay. They're the better teams. The, the tricky part is NFL is just a big cycle, so there are going to be some pitfalls along the way. So these lines kind of like smell funny to me, but – no doubt about it. the Jets are better than the Broncos and the Giants are better than the Jaguars. That that's a fact. Does it hit? I don't know that. We'll see. But that's where I'd lean. I'll tell you the better Wilson. Even though you call him the ultimate trash bag, I don't know what the ultimate diaper is. Russell Wilson then, because man, it, this guy stinks. Terrible. Yeah. So, but you know, you got to fall in love with Brees Hall. Um, it, it's come. It's yeah. come probably quicker than we thought. Uh, we knew he'd be good, but we didn't know how fast he'd be good. There was some Michael Carter early. 6.2K I still think is a, is a good number. Don't forget what Josh Jacobs did against this Denver defense. You can't really pass against them, but you can definitely run against them. Eckler had a nice game last night. Um, so Brees Hall is probably my favorite playing this game. And, God, it, it I guess it's Latavius Murray. I don't even know what they were doing with him <laughs> last night. Like, he looked like a kid that just wanted to go home and take his football. But yeah, five- coaches. I Coach can't. is terrible, man. Like, I don't know what he's doing, man. He's just really terrible. You can see how he runs. Like, it was a meaningless timeout. He had a call, like, early in the game. He, like, runs on the field like a little baby to call his timeout. Like, dude, it was, like, in the first quarter. It wasn't, like, a dramatic yep. timeout that was needed. And he goes out there and runs out. Like, it's, like, the like the last second kick in the game. Joel, is George Kittle finally playable against the Chiefs here? Kansas City favored by three on the road in San Fran. Ayuk is emerging. Kansas City coming off a tough loss at home against Buffalo. They played well. Thoughts on this game? So, it's actually a good one to, to break down for, for you guys. I think George Kittle is still a very good football player, right? I think the issue is this is an elite defense that likes to play slow and beat you on defense. So, they're not getting to many games where they need to drop back and throw a lot. And, therefore, Kittle's just not getting that many opportunities. This might finally be the week where they face an opponent that can score on them and they'll need to respond. And I think – that sets up really well for him. So I think this is a spot where I, I will want to look to Kittle. But I, honestly, the way this team has been playing, I don't think I'm going to go to him much this year because of their play style. But this week might be the week to do it. Yeah, and uh, last game on the main slate, I'll chop it up and then we'll get into our PGA DraftCast. Seahawks, Chargers, everybody got burned, or at least I got burned by the Seahawks and Cardinals. I thought they'd actually score a couple of points, and it was a complete dud. But this one... 51-point total. Herbert definitely in play. Eckler in play. we got to see what happens with Keenan Allen. If he doesn't play, you can load up the Mike Williams, the Josh Palmer, and the Everett. If Allen plays, he probably just want to go Herbert and Eckler. Walker looked good in his couple bursts that he got. Gino didn't really have to throw the ball much because Kyler, he's another guy who can't really play football anymore. Um, Metcalf, Lockett, they had quiet games. A lot of people were on this game, you know, with Seattle and Arizona. But I think you can go back to the well here. Should be a high-scoring game. Chargers should put up some points. Seattle should be playing from behind. So, interesting to see how this plays out here. But let's go to our draft catch. Joel, Dave, 
Tell me how last week went, Dave, and I'll pull up our, our little draft cast here real quick. Hey, you took down two in a row, Jay. Big week for you. I think the digs factor – oh, let me switch this over – um, really helped. Um, you had some other really solid plays. Kenneth Walker, obviously coming through as well, was big for you. Um, you know, I hit the quarterback. I hit the running backs. I got nothing out of my receivers. And Joel, I mean, Andrews was a big play, right? Best tight end on the board. Um, so I had Allen, and I also had Brees Hall and Fournette that helped me. But, you know, the, I couldn't find the solution in the tight end and receiving game. So that's where I'm going to have to work this week. And, Joel, you keep – Picking those good tight ends and defenses. You just need a quarterback. One week. <laughs> Gene will let you down again. So since, oh, I, since, since I won, I'm going to let Dave go first. I'm going to go second. Joe, you go third here. Dave, fire it up, man. First pick on the board. It's all yours. I took some notes. I think I know who Joel's drafting here. So I'm going to let him go three and get that out of the way. Yeah, I, I, I like your strategy. I, I'm going to start with Josh Jacobs. Um, you know, I've talked about it before in my running back column, but any week against the Houston Texans is a good week. And coming off a bye for the Raiders, I think it should be a steady Josh Jacobs game. I still think 6.5 is kind of undervalued. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs to lead it off against a very, very bad rush defense. Yeah, I think uh, I was going to go that way. He's one of the players I was definitely – I have written down. But I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker here, kind of similar situation. Nice value play, 5,800. I think he'll get a little bit more targeted in the past game, higher pace game. He averaged four and a half, you know, per carry. Just look good. The eye test looked good. You can run on the Chargers. I don't know if they're going to be carrying the league. I don't know if game script's going to be in their favor, but I think he gets in the end zone. Nice value. There's not much value currently at the running back position. That's why I'm going with him with my first picks, especially now that Jacobs is gone. Joe, who do you got? So for me, I'm going to stick to my word as promised. Give me Lamar. I think this is a smash spot for him this week. And like Dave said, i got to get a quarterback that comes through for me. So this feels like the week I'm going to pay up and I'm going to go get me the best quarterback on the board. Um, and I'll go ahead and pair him with his top weapon in Andrews. Back-to-back, he came through for me last week. This Browns team, you know, generally, if you look at the numbers, have been better against the tight end. But if you look a little bit deeper, they haven't really played a great tight end yet. So, you know, you're playing teams who don't have a, a you know, a, a big tight end threat. This one is going to be a whole new beast with Mark Andrews. So uh, I'm going to go with that combination. Give me the best running back on the board. I was kind of worried Joel's uh, home home team fandom would get the best of him here. But I'm going to take Saquon, man. Saquon, I like this matchup for him. He's just – he's everything for this team. Um, not only is he everything for this team, but he actually took a, a touchdown off the board, which was smart. So, like, yep. he's just a good guy, man, good player. And I don't know if you guys saw, man, just talking about good guys and good players, and I've been shitting on Russell Wilson for, like, seven months straight. But did you see the interview between um, Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman that they don't even have this dude's phone number? Like, when they were on the team with him, Marshawn Lynch couldn't call – Russell Wilson. They had to go through his agent to get messages to their quarterback. Like, are you serious? Like, that was the most asinine thing I heard. And now the level of disrespect that I have for this guy now is like at an all-time high after hearing that. Like, how do you be a leader and then don't give like your running back and anybody in your team your phone number? Like, what's why are you so special, man? But long story short, Saquon Barkley, 7900. He's everything for this team. <laughs> I love it. 
And, and I think the Giants win this game too. I think the Jags are not – they shouldn't be favorites here. I like it. I like it. I'm going to stick in the running back column as well. And I'm going to go to a guy that kind of, you know, shined last week, but people may forget about him because it was on Thursday night and was disgusting football. But I'm going to go Brian Robinson. Um, he really does look like the workhorse that they've been looking for in Washington. Green Bay, 32nd in rush defense DVOA. Um, they're not very good at stopping the run. Brees Hall lit him up last week, had him on my roster. I'm going back to Robinson or another guy against Green Bay, 5,500. I like it. I feel like I'm, I got some good balance at running back. Now, Joel, you you kind of said it, you know, the quarterback situation, um, it, it's kind of key in DFS. Obviously, plucking lower players last week. And I'm going to go towards the top this week. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Um, in that Seattle game, I expect a lot of points. Jason's already taken one guy from the Seattle Chargers game. I'm going to load up on the other side. So I'll go Herbert here for 7,200. Yeah, I love Herbert. He was a guy that I was looking at too. I got a different quarterback. Luckily, you guys didn't take him yet. So I'm going to hold off on my quarterback. I actually like Herbert more if Keenan Allen doesn't play. I know that sounds crazy, but then I know who to pair him up with. If Keenan Allen does play, then I'm like, who do I go to? Who do I, you know, I'd probably go to Eckler, to be totally honest with you, the safer play. But I'm going to go with defense. There's not much. Look, we're doing this show on a Tuesday. There's not much value that emerged so far. But by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when these reports come out, there will be some more value. But right now, just to make sure I beat you guys, I'm going to go with the New York Jets. I think they're the cheapest defense on the board at 2600 I got some pay-up spots I want to get to. And I already got Barkley and Walker there. So I think cheap defense. Look, if you can shut down Aaron Rodgers, I believe you can probably shut down Russell Wilson. And look, they they held pretty much every team outside of you know Cleveland and Cincinnati the first two games to under 20. Um, I like this matchup for them. They've been forcing turnovers, 14 sacks on the year. They've been playing inspired ball behind Salah. So give me them at 2,600. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Um... All right, so I'm gonna. I need value here. I started with an expensive quarterback tight end. So uh, someone we mentioned earlier, you know, Jason. I thought you were gonna take him. I appreciate you leaving it to me, Alec Pierce, uh-huh. my favorite yep. value receiver of the week. I'm gonna. I gotta take him out my lineup now, man. Right now, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and pair him with uh, someone who I'm hoping is gonna break out. Um, you know, another guy we already mentioned on the show. Wendell Robinson, the Giants, looks to be their new number one guy. Um, he looks like he's finally healthy. He's a little guy, but I think he's going to be pretty involved in this passing attack. Yeah, Joe, that I was, I was one guy I was like stashing, like, can I get another pick out before? <laughs> I probably should have picked him over the defense because you guys don't draft defenses too late, but one of that value there. So hopefully I spike you back with this one, man. You got your Baltimore stack. Actually, no, you're probably not going to get this guy because you got Andrew. He's not going to go two tight ends. But give me Najoku. Baltimore has been leaking yardage everywhere on the field. Somehow losing games to teams they shouldn't be losing games to. 28th ranked, you know, passing defense. Najoku has been really good here. Um, so, nice value, 4,200. Tight end, of course, you got Andrews up top. You got Kelsey up top. But they're expensive. I like the Andrews call. Obviously, you know, with Lamar makes a lot of sense. But give me Najoku, 4,200. All right, nice. Um, I'm gonna pair my, you know, Herbert up now. And I would love to go back 
Fleur. I just think it's kind of going to be a little stretch this week. So I'm going to go with Gerald Everett here. Seattle, 32nd against tight ends. So taking a shot, but, um, you know, Ertz had a solid game last week. They've just been not good. So let, let's load that up as my um, – quarterback receiving combo and then you're right i don't really love taking defenses too early but it gives me a chance to kind of you know watch how everything else unfolds here because you guys are picking some good picks and i'm gonna go with the washington commanders this week um i the jets lit up the the packers last week until they prove it to me I want to see where they're at and i can get a cheap defense here that could create pressure get some sacks and maybe even some turnovers Okay. Um, like Joel, I do like this Baltimore game. I got a little mini stack going. Duvernay kind of flopped, but the targets were there. Um, just Baltimore struggled all around. But Cleveland, you guys kind of said it. I agree this could have some shootout potential. So I got Njoku. There's not much value at wide receiver. Like I'm looking at our projection model on our optimizer right now. Again, it's early, but – I don't see the value that I really, really like right now. A lot of it's mid-range plays, so I do need some value. So give me some Duvernay, and uh, hopefully Baltimore-Cleveland does, you know, work out. Uh, but Lamar throws the ball to uh, Nujoku. I mean, uh, Duvernay and Nujoku, you know, come back with it. So that's where I'm at. No, he's better be, hopefully he's better than last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does that put me on the clock? It does. All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to have to – where am I going to go here? I'm going to have to start filling in this running back position. Um, I do need some value. Actually, you guys have running back, so I'm going to not do that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna play strategically here. Um, and all right, so I'm going to go first pick. I'm going to go with Romeo Dubes. Uh, I think, you know, he's been pretty involved in this Packers offense. Um, the This is the best matchup they've had in a while. This Washington team is just horrible against the pass. So I think one of these receivers – does finally have a good day. And I think at his price tag, I think you're getting the best value with him. To me, it seems like it's, it's more of a coin flip. So I'll start there. And then I'm going to p- pair him with uh, – we're going to go with here. All right, I'm, you know what? It's going to be it's a bit of a surprising pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, this Detroit defense is really bad. And uh, and Zeke, you know, he's had a few good games. His, his carries have been a bit limited. I think this is a spot where he can finally get a smash spot and have a big game. I like it. Good, good call there. I'm going to go with the top dog, I think, on the slate here. Try to secure some points here. Uh, give me Devontae Adams. You know, I think this is a game where you're going against one of the worst pass defenses. And if Houston can stay in this game long enough, I think we can see that upward, upper tier Devontae Adams game where he gets the targets, he gets the touchdowns, and he gets the scores. He is pricey. At 8,700, obviously, but again, this is more of a, you know, a single entry kind of build. I think he's a solid play here. So give me Adams, 8,700. He's kind of good. Yeah, I've heard of him before. He is kind of good. Now he's probably happy he left Green Bay. I think he was probably struggling with that decision early. Yeah. Um, All right, I got to, I got to, Go a little bit below probably my threshold or where I like the average salary, my receivers, and, and get a value on here. And I'm going to go with Nico Collins 
out of the Houston Texans. Listen, 4,200 for a guy that's averaging just about eight, nine DK points a game going up against the 30th ranked pass defense, according to DVOA. Um, Nico's been steady, right? He hasn't had that breakout game yet. He's got a chance this week, especially coming off a bye. I think, you know, sometimes you kind of reset things. So I'll take Nico here. And then I'm going to – oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Where am I at? 4,200. I got 20,000 left. I could spend on one guy and still have 12. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's go back to Jamar. Um, a, another good matchup for him this week. Um, Higgins still seems to be struggling a little bit. Jamar Chase against Atlanta, who's liking to put up points. 30th against wide receivers. Yep, I'm locking him. All right. Um, I think you guys kind of can guess where I'm going here. Let me, again, not much value at the wide receiver position right now. So give me a cash game, Bill. Give me some Hunter Renfro, 4,900. Again, I hope that Houston can keep up with the Raiders here. And the targets are there, you know, for the most part, outside of the injuries. So I think that the, the Raiders put up a big game here, hopefully score four or five touchdowns, Renfro involved through four quarters, 4,900. I'm not really liking much in this wide receiver range. Um, I need value. Joel took Pierce, which I think is a better play for sure. But give me some Renfro at 4,900. Okay, cool. All right. Um, all right, so I'm going to round out my running backs here with uh, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, you know, fumbled last week. They kind of put him on the bench. Uh Unfortunately for them, they don't really have anyone else, so he's going to be back. He's going to be involved. Um, I think he's a little bit underpriced for the kind of bell pal back and what should be a higher-scoring Niners game against this uh, Chiefs team. And then I'm going to pair him with uh, – I'm going to – you know, this is a riskier play because he is hurt. But they still threw to him 10 times last week. He didn't look great. I'm, I'm banking on him being back to full health this week, and that's T. Higgins against this pathetic – uh, Falcons pass defense. You know, there's going to be points to be had by these receivers. So if, T- if Tiggins is healthy, he definitely has a smash opportunity. Yep. Um, I hate this spot that I'm in right now. Uh, this time I have too much salary, and I don't like anybody, man. It's 5,500. You guys obviously know I'm going with Derek Carr here. I almost wanted to pull the opposite and just go Davis Mills so I could upgrade, but I really don't want Davis Mills. I'm not going Derek Carr yet. Oh, you know where I'm going. I need to pick my flex first. You know, I don't know if you guys have the salary here, but 5,500 is like supremely ugly. You got Kareem Hunt. I don't want, I don't want Mike Boone, even though he might be the starting running back for, he probably is the starting running back. I got the Jets defense, so that doesn't make much sense. Uh, Brian Robinson, I guess he makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you already got him? So Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, this is it's really ugly here, man. Like 5500 is really ugly at this current time. Like things might change. Um Curtis Samuel like really screwed me the other day, you know, in his start against Chicago, he uses a drop and pass all over the place and the passing defense for Green Bay is actually pretty good. Oh, man. I might default to hmm Nothing here, guys. There's really nothing here at all. Ugh. I'll go Drake London. I don't like it. You know, just they're not passing the ball enough. 
but that's where I'll go with this play. Hopefully he has one of his bigger games and they got to throw the ball. He's got to score a touchdown. I don't like the play. He just fits the, the salary right now of where I'm going and, and hope that he goes out there and puts up 12 points in the mid range, but not a guy that will probably be in any of my lineups, uh, but kind of misstep that <laughs> Alec Pierce with Joel early. So I don't, I don't want Drake London to do good because I probably won't have him any real lineups, but he can get like eight to 10 points to beat you guys. <laughs> yes, he can. He can. All right. So, um, Leaves me in a spot here that I'm going to have to end up. Uh, yeah, I think we'll do it. He's. um. All right. Yeah. All right. We're going to go um, CD lamb. I got to get a piece of this uh, Lions game up and lamb seems, you know, he's got his favorite guy back. So, I'm going to take a, a chance that Lamb explodes this week while also leaving myself with 5,100. And I was torn. Um, it's a bad to range, 5,100. <laughs> it, it is. I wanted to – I was I just looking there. With Gallup. But I got a guy here that got nine targets last night and is, you know, a friend of my quarterback. So I'm going to go Josh Palmer here at the 5,000 range. Um, you look you know, good. Like you said earlier, Jay. If Keenan doesn't play, uh, I feel pretty comfortable with Everett and, and Palmer. If he plays, I probably whiffed on this one. I'll change that. Yeah, I'm kind of – I've been winning every week in the Win Daily League, but I legit have Mike Williams, Gerald Everett, and Josh Palmer, and it's been working every week. Like, it's literally just done enough to, to carry me through. As soon as Keenan Allen comes back, my team is, like, dead. I feel like I don't feel good <laughs> about my team no more. Like, they're all going to suffer – Equally, and Josh Palmer, probably the most. Mike Williams, those big games out of Mike Williams probably don't happen anymore. And Gerald yep. Everett, who's been in like a possession receiver, those like three guys are going to be like harm, har, horribly impacted by my play. I got Derek Carr here, obviously. Uh, I like the Oakland stack. I think it's a very fair price on Carr. Um, he's been good, good enough. You know, 18 to, 18 to 25 here, and I'm happy um throwing touchdowns outside of that first game against the chargers he's been kind of clean as far as the interceptions go has a little bit of rushing upside my only worry is if jacobs has a bonkers game because jacobs have looked really good um but give me Derek carr round out the stack with adams and renfro i was trying to get maybe pierce in that lineup or um in a gpp you know either a nico collins shot or uh um Cook shot there is probably where I would go with this stack and running it back, but I feel pretty good for a three-man heads up or, or double up here with my lineup. And Joel, if Carolina's defense, if that's where you're going and they end up being chalk again and scoring a touchdown again, like I just give up on NFL DFS. Like last, <laughs> I, when they score last week, I'm like, again, really? Are they really? They're just they have three defensive touchdowns on the year and they're just getting blown out, but somehow their defense still gets like five to 15 points every single week somehow. No, no, not going to Carolina. All right, um, good. Not against Tom Brady. Come on. Tom Brady never throws picks. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Seattle. Uh, this, this Chargers offense has looked like they've been struggling. Um, Seattle's defense has been improving. They're, they got some tough players out there. Um, you know, for this price tag to pay off, it really just takes a couple sacks or a couple picks and that should do it. So I think they got a shot to, to, to steal a few points. There we go, man. 
I love feeling it. pretty good. Nobody had some bad math. Like I'm not stuck with a player that I'm not really happy about. Like these lineups, man, the correlations are there. We'll be talking lineups the entire week over on our expert chat. Head over to windailysports.com. Use promo code WINBIG to lock in for free. Had some big subscriber takedowns. Joel, you've been crushing it, man. Hopefully some of that luck rubs off on, on me or Dave uh, this week. Dave, you're still in the survivor picks. I don't give a shit about survivors no more because I'm knocked out. And I'm salty still from Brady. So if you got some uh, survivor picks, throw them out there real quick. And then uh, we'll get out of here. I don't know if you froze or you got something or you yeah, think Jaguars is the easiest game on the board. All right. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing around. No, it's Tampa. I mean, it's Brady against PJ Walker. Um, you got you to go Tampa this week. I, I mean, coming off a loss too. So I like Tampa. Nah, that's a pretty solid shot, man. Especially if you didn't use them last week and, and lose. That's a pretty big shot. Joel, GPPs, you're making one line up. You're locking Lamar and Mark Andrews. That's a stack to have. Yeah, that's my top play this week. I think they I think this is just has the most explosive uh potential of any offense. And you know, the way this Ravens offense has looked, a lot of those all the targets are really going one way. They don't have any receivers right now. It's just kind of all Mark Andrews. So it's a good spot to target the the two big playmakers. Yeah, I think sneaky Dallas could be sneaky again. The Bengals could be sneaky again. Maybe Aaron Rodgers figures things out against Washington could be a sneaky spot. Nobody's really going to be playing Tennessee, Indianapolis. Got to see how that game shakes out. I do like the Raiders a bunch here offensively if the Texans can kind of keep pace here. We didn't talk much and nobody drafted anybody, if I'm remembering correctly, in this Niners-Chiefs game, which we're kind of projected projecting to be a lower scoring game. Ayuk's look really good. Debo has been quiet. Um, Kittle kind of getting involved a little bit more. Juju, Valdez Scantling, like I was saying it last week, like felt really bad on series, like drafting him. Like he was very high on. He, he goes out there and puts up zero. Um, so you can't really trust these, these Kansas city players. So interesting to see how they play out as far as, you know, ownership when we get down to it. The bets that we kind of like, you know, I like the Jets and Giants. I think they're getting slightly disrespected. Um, good game on potentially on, on Thursday night. Do we do we feel good about this game? Do we want to watch this game? Kyler Murray versus maybe Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston or maybe Taysom Hill's quarterback, and we'll see what happens there. But we'll be talking about it in our expert chat. Joe, good luck on the PGA DraftCast tomorrow. Make sure you check that out. Like and subscribe to the show. We'll be doing your college football on Friday. A lot of great shows on the channel. Hop into Expert Chat. We'll be chopping it up every single slate. And I think they're still – are they playing baseball anymore, Joel, or is baseball done? It's over. It's done, right? Yeah, it's yeah. over, right? Yeah, it's, it's over. Um, <laughs> do we think the Phillies are going to beat the Padres? I don't want to hear from Dave, but do you, do you think the Phillies got this or the Padres got it? I told Dave I did put a small bet on the Phillies to win the World Series. But Bro, that's so gross. Is it because like you'd be so disgusted if the Phillies won it all that at least you'll be happy you won some money? Is that one of those style bets or you actually think it's a good bet? No, honestly, what I really thought was I read something that every time the uh, Philly team wins the championship, we go into a financial crisis. And I'm like, we're going into the financial crisis. So that means the Philly team is probably going <laughs> to win. <laughs> it's the Phillies. It's not just the Philly team. It's when the Phillies win. It's in the Phillies. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we should put some, maybe we should put some money on to survive the financial crisis. Put a big bet on the Phillies right now, but 
Dave, I'm just messing, man. Good luck to your Phillies. Eagles look amazing. Joel, your Giants look good as well. The Mets are talking free agency already. They suck. They're still still upset about them. So, everybody, have a good week. Week seven is here. Take some takedowns and in, in, in golf and college and, and all the showdowns action. We're doing a lot of showdown action as well. So, we're out of here. Good luck in your games.